Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. From Wall Street to the White House, this is The Larry Kudlow Show. Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kudlow. And special guest, former Arkansas Governor, Governor Asa Hutchison, who's an old friend of mine. And I want to say, uh, first of all, Asa, thank you for coming on. You're terrific. I'm sure you got something better to do on a Saturday, but we appreciate it. But, you know, I don't know that people know this. Uh, you were in the Homeland Security. You were undersecretary. And I, if I'm not mistaken, you were in charge of border security. But you all, didn't you run the DEA, the Drug Enforcement Administration? Larry, all of that is correct. Yeah. Uh, so I went to head up the uh, DEA one month before the 9-11 attack. And mm. so uh, then it shifted to Homeland Security. But uh, I'm glad to be with you today, Larry, uh, to talk about really some critical issues facing our country. But uh, I'm blessed to have served in the Bush administration and getting to know you and and uh, your incredible service to the country as well. Thank you, sir. George W. Bush, by the way, was a friend of mine, good personal friend of mine. Uh, I don't know. I nearly went into that administration a couple of times. You know, let me ask uh from your experience in Homeland Security, now, Governor of Arkansas is not that far removed from all the border stuff, obviously. But you probably saw Bill Barr's piece in the Wall Street Journal, and then Lindsey Graham and John Kennedy have uh, held a news conference about, uh, I call it, using U.S. military in hot pursuit uh, of these um, of these crazy drug cartels that I don't. I won't say they're running Mexico. Governor, but I'm saying they run a large chunk of Mexico and the things they're doing uh, with various drug trafficking, sex trafficking and all the rest of it, breaking the law and an unguarded border that's basically open by Biden's policies. I mean, what do you think about uh, military more a stepped up military action to go after the cartels, to go after, um, you know, their, for example, their drug manufacturing operations? What do you think of that, Governor Hutchinson? Well, first of all, that would be based upon the, declaring the cartels a foreign terrorist organization, yes. which I fully support. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, I, I'm shocked that the Biden administration is hesitant to do that. They say it doesn't give us that many more tools. But the fact is, it focuses the whole of government on the energy of saying the cartels are a national security uh, risk to the United States. And that is absolutely true. So that needs to be done. In terms of the use of the military, uh, you know, they, they compare it to Columbia. Yes. Well, the difference is that in Columbia, which I was in Congress whenever we had our plan Columbia, and we helped carry out much of that while I was in the DEA, uh, we had the cooperation of the Colombian government. Mm-hmm. They wanted our support. They fully supported Plan Columbia. And because of that joint work, uh, we chased the uh, FARC. Uh, and diminish their authority, which is a terrorist organization, and uh, and and others, and so it saved that country. It was very successful. Now, uh, you contrast that to Mexico, 
we don't have the same level of cooperation with Mexico. And so if you use the military and cross the border, that becomes an invasion. And that is problematic. So we have to use, first of all, our military in an intelligence way, collection and support with the DA and law enforcement. But we have to have the cooperation of Mexico. And if they're not going to give us, which they haven't done to sufficient degree, then we're going to have to use economic pressure to bring it to bear or utilize other uh, means. But uh, the cartel is a serious threat to the United States. And ideally, we go after them uh, in support and cooperation with Mexico. You know, AMLO has disappointed everybody. I mean, he just disappointed everybody. My former boss, Donald Trump, put the heat on him, threatening tariffs. And AMLO came around for a while on the uh, retain in Mexico policy, stay in Mexico policy. But I'm told, and look, Governor, I'm not an expert on this, but I did, I was talking to Bill Barr. I mean, I interviewed him on the TV show. I, I bumped into him uh, in the Fox Green Room in Washington uh, this past week. Um, he has changed. AMLO now is, what is this? Is he hugs, not bullets, or some silly, stupid thing? I mean, we can't, the cartels are wrecking. I mean, in a sense, they're wrecking both countries. Well, they are indeed, and and he is uh, uh, compromised in terms of the cartel. You know, the cartel uh, threatens to uh, kill citizens in a city, and he backs off from the law enforcement. Mm. You know, you're going to have to enforce the rule of law, and presidents have done that before. When President Vicente Fox of Mexico was Mm. in office, that's when I was in the DEA, and we worked with them. We had vetted units. In other words, we— we were able to train with some of the Mexican police and military, and we trusted them. We could share intelligence with them, and we had success. We we dismantled uh, the Ariana Felix leadership of the cartel at that time, and so it can be done. But uh, you know, President Obrador has says no, we're not going to do that, and that's got to change. So Mexico has got to change, and we're going to have to use the same type of economic pressure to get them to uh, support our efforts. I mean, what happens? I'm sure that our intel knows where these uh, drug plants are, where these uh, headquarters are, where they make this stuff. What if we just fired a missile, knocked them out? Just like, you know, one day just happened to fire a missile into some cartel's drug operation. And that sent a pretty good message. It'd be front page news also, which I think would be a good thing. Well, uh, it would be, and it might uh, might be necessary to do that. And, you know, you think about it, we do utilize that capacity for foreign terrorists yes. uh, over in the Middle East. If yes. we identify them, we'll use a drone and we'll take them out. Yes. Uh you know, Mexico, we've never had we've never had that kind of adversarial relationship, uh, and they would perceive that as an attack on their sovereignty. Uh, so, uh, first, let's see. Uh, we have to be able to push Mexico to cooperate, so it's a joint operation. That's the first preference. Uh, then we can look at uh, the alternatives if. If that is unsuccessful, I know Bill Barr worked on that and he was Mm -hmm. making progress. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, he he references that in his book and uh, I applaud him for that. We've got to get back to that kind of pressure. Well, as you may recall, look, I was there 
in the 1830s, General Winfield Scott marched on Mexico, remember? <laughs> By the way, his, qu- his quartermaster was a young uh, colonel named Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> that <dumb? laughs> That's really wild. You can see why I was the economics guy and not the security guy. But I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I just, look, like uh, everybody, including yourself, I'm in, in, infuriated by what's happening there. And, of course, you have this story with the four Americans kidnapped. Two of them were uh, tragically killed, which puts this story back on the front pages, or it did for a day or two. I mean, it's like something's got to be done. I mean, that's the bottom line. If 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 AMLO won't play ball, I don't know. I'm just thinking to myself, we're going to have to rattle his cage or do something about it, Governor Hutchinson. I, I, I agree with you. I agree. And whenever you talk about the kidnappings that are kidnappings, but also the murders most recently, uh, that it made front page news. But the fact is, I think we've had over 500 uh, kidnappings or murders of American citizens over recent years. Mm. And so uh, this is uh, and I've got family that travels to Mexico. Mm. Uh, they love uh, Mexico and they have connections there and family connections there. But they're scared to death of the cartel and uh, the fact that you could innocently come across them and it could wind up uh, being a, uh, a kidnapping or, or a murder. Mm-hmm. And they know of people who've been in that circumstance. So this is, this is something that is devastating and potentially even more devastating to the economy of Mexico, dependent upon us for trade and for tourism. It is in AMLO's best interest for Mexico— right to stand with us, to go after them, we have to have the rule of law enforced in Mexico. Uh, And they have to step up to the plate. It's diminished right now. And the only thing the cartels fear is extradition to the United States of America. Mm. The fact that they might turn some of their uh, culprits and bad guys over to the Mexican police uh, is like uh, Pablo Escobar uh, building his own uh, sanctuary that he's going to hole up in for a while. And, And so uh extradition it's the united states that they fear and that's why if the if the story is accurate they actually apologized for it uh, or and and turned over the bad guys responsible for it because they fear the united states not riling us they want mm. to do business mm. and uh that's the most important thing to them they'll carry out their violence but they don't want to have their business disrupted by the United States coming after them. Well, they do have their own armies. I mean, that's an incredible thing. Or, yep. I mean, yep. really. Uh, last one. I got a minute left or so. Uh, you're an awful good governor of Arkansas. I know you're a supply-side tax cutter. We also made some education reforms, paved the way for my pal Sarah Sanders. You yep. thinking about running for president? You're going to throw your hat in the ring? I'm very serious about it, and I'm going to make the uh, final decision in uh, April. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned on that. But, you know, I am. I, we had tax cuts. We created 100,000 jobs, mm-hmm. and it, we created surpluses. We balance the budget, create surplus, and we do that nationally. We're going to have to grow the private sector of our economy to a greater extent. That's the only way out of our debt situation and our deficit. Growth. I love that. No, I'm not kidding. I love that. Chris, I've known you back. You, I knew you when you were a House member. Yes, and I go way back. <laughs> I know. You're almost as old as I am. A heck of a thing. But you're a supply sider. You know, that's a good message. You see Biden coming in with $5 trillion in tax hikes, wrecking the economy, 
and the inflation rate. I mean, my point, uh, Governor Hutchinson, is that we need Republican leaders who will really smack Biden uh, for what he's done to the economy. It's, we have to be mm-hmm. we have to be the guardians of prosperity, as my friend Arthur Laffer calls it. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't think there's enough of that talk. You know what I mean? And I, I'm a, you know, I, I hate cancel culture and all the rest of it, too. But we got to focus on the economy. We, you know, middle class wage earners are still underwater relative to inflation. I'm sure you know all this. And that's why you cut taxes. But this is an important theme. It's got to get out there. We got to preach it nationally mm-hmm. and get back to uh, the Reagan uh, yes. smaller government philosophy and uh, growing the economy. And you think about the individual American, the interest rates are going up on their credit cards, on their bank loans. That cuts in to their uh, standard of living incredibly. We've got to control inflation so we can control interest rates. Uh, the mm-hmm. Fed's hiking it is hurting everybody. Yes, sir. Anyway, former Governor Asa Hutchinson of the great state of Arkansas, thanks for your time, sir. We appreciate it. Good luck in whatever you decide to do. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to have Scott Hodge from the Tax Foundation talk a little bit about $5 trillion of Biden tax hikes. $5 trillion. It's almost unimaginable. I'm Kudlow. We'll be right back. Larry Kudlow. 